0: Hello, and welcome to Everything Remade, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as it is about music. I'm your host, Edie Quinn. Right now, you're hearing Isles by Macrame, which is a project I did with my friend Riley back in 2018. There's a seven inch of this recording, and if you sign up for my Patreon, now until the end of May, I'll send you a copy of this for just the cost of shipping. Join up at patreon.com slash human machine and send me a message. If you're already a patron and would like to take me up on this, we can arrange that as well. Patreon.com slash Human Machine. Now on to the show. You're hearing Setting Sun by Under His Eye, which is the solo project of my friend and recent collaborator, Seth Scantlin. The song comes from the forthcoming LP, Visions of Flames, which is out on May 5th on Acrobat Unstable Records.
1: I always had kind of high aspirations because <laughs> I remember wanting to be a rock star that also played basketball, football, and baseball professionally, and yeah. acted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Although I only I only played basketball, <laughs> but I still you know wanted to do all three professionally. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, just fantasizing about that. <laughs> So
0: but, Bo Jackson plus Dennis Rodman. Plus, right.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I, I, yeah don't well, know, I don't know how else to music throw in step. that
2: mix.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, 30 Miles from Mars. What's that band? Rock and Roll and...
0: Oh, um, oh, oh the, <laughs> yeah, the weird dude with the cult, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jared Leto or He's whatever?
1: All, always... yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, worse like worst joker. Uh-huh. Easy. Just like how do you but, mess you know, that up? But you know, yeah. Okay. Kinda
1: kinda makes sense as the Joker too in a weird way. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean like you know, the the cult thing. The like Yeah. Yeah. Like a I don't know, I guess that's a, that's one way to look at it. You know, there's all those it's it's comic book, right? So there's all those like yeah. iterations. There's all those like different uh uh, 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 multiverse or whatever you know so like yeah yeah make makes sense
1: um, yeah i'll always be a jack nicholson guy because that was the first movie i remember seeing like at a mega theater in chicago as a kid yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that was that was uh the movie that like bro- yeah. broke that whole thing open you know and totally uh, totally i mean I'm it not was saying, dark yeah i'm not saying that 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 you know tim burton's responsible for what's happening now but, but uh sure but uh this is obviously a different kind of film but um mm-hmm. yeah that's it's it's interesting so you like didn't didn't mention art at all which is like
1: no not in the fantasy i guess that yeah. was that was the one thing i was actually already doing so i okay. guess it felt like i don't know <laughs> i didn't know you could be an artist as like a career at that point it was just me drawing
0: yeah well also like Uh you know no one is like hmm. not that no one gets famous from art Mm. but like it's not the same right
1: right and you know in rural indiana i wasn't going to museums or
0: art galleries
1: growing up (laughs)
0: you're from indiana where where did you grow up in indiana
1: uh, so I I was born and raised in Warsaw. Have you ever oh, been
0: there? Yeah, I have a couple times. Not much of a town.
1: <laughs> we, we played there
0: once in like nineteen ninety eight, you know, or something. Where did you
1: play? Was it like the uh, Fireman's Building? Uh probably. Do you remember?
0: No.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was really there was really not not very much like there was not yeah. anything incredibly exceptional about the show. It mm-hmm. was it was fine like it was fine, you know. Sure. We like we just like had gotten this um person that was playing bass in our band like we because we were we were like trying to have the bass player just do vocals mm. yeah, and sure. um so then like we got this other person to play bass and they were like oh i you know like you sh- like cuz they lived in Warsaw and they were like you should come play here sometime and they set it up and you know we went and we played and like it was fine, you know, but Yeah. Who I was it? Do not uh that was um that was the band keki But
1: but who is the okay. Oh I
0: I'm just this person Kayla.
1: Kayla yeah. Waters?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know really? Kayla? Oh that's, yeah, oh yeah. That's wild. I didn't know she played. Wow, that's funny. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, she didn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, no. That's but, funny. I'm, but, like, I've always been all about that. I've always been, like. Yeah. Like, because, like, we didn't know, like, she didn't play. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. I'm And I'm not trying to, like, call out her whole thing. Like, it was no, cool. It was all, fine. It worked out. It's, it's wild that you know her. But, like, oh, yeah, it was, it was cool. just one of those things. It was, like. We were looking for someone to play in the band, and it was just like, um, okay, like, and this this was actually, like, a different, this was a different scenario, but anyway, like, so, like, and she was just like, oh, I'll do it, and we were like, cool, that sounds cool, and then it was just like, well, I actually don't play, and it was just like, (laughs) well, like, what? Like well, you know? What's it gonna take? It's not. It's not that big a right. deal,
1: you know. Yeah. And, um, at least they didn't try to catfish you.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. No. It was. It was cool. So uh, we were already hanging out with her and stuff at that point. And then like, mm-hmm. um, so she played with us for like a little while, and then like, I, I don't. Rem- I don't remember the circumstances like of why you know she didn't anymore or whatever. It was far. Mm-hmm. Like Warsaw's like two hours from Lafayette
2: yeah and yeah.
0: um we were driving there to get her sometimes and sometimes mm. she was just cruising through with like friends or whatever and you know and uh yeah but no it was cool like like we played uh we played a couple shows with her and uh <laughs> yeah,
1: i don't know did you play with at peaceful burning like a metalcore band
0: in warsaw i i just yeah. i don't know who we played with. yeah yeah, yeah. sure yeah that's yeah. wild, though. I think yeah. Kayla actually played the show that we played with, uh, with uh, Page Ninety Nine in Louisville. So, oh, wow! So that's funny. Like, I'm pretty sure she played that one, and it, uh-huh. so like, out of like the only couple of shows that she played or whatever, like that would have been that's a pretty a good cool one. one.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so I grew up. I grew up in Warsaw, and then in middle school, I moved to this really small town. 20 minutes out, called Milford, that had, like, one stoplight. Oh, okay. So that's exactly. where, like, yeah, yeah. It was like, middle of cornfield, uh, you know, Amish country. And, uh, yeah, that was middle school and high school. <laughs> so.
0: So is that why you, Pretty like, <clears throat> were you, like, were you, like, playing music at that point already, or?
1: uh middle school yeah i started like messing around uh my dad was a guitar teacher like he's been a, like a classical guitar teacher for a long time oh really but never had the we could never like set up the time that to, to make it like a routine so guitars were always around but i never really learned it from him um so i'd pick it up and leave it kind of on and off and then finally he taught me the chords to disarm and and then it was game over. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> which I used to, you know E minor C and G to write like my first five songs for our grunge band <laughs> you know? yeah and then and then uh, the first chance I was on the internet, i, I uh, you know put in what's a power chord because I knew that's what Kirk Cobain played, and uh, you know figured it out. that was my first search ever. My dad's like, "Oh, you mean a bar chord? You should have just asked that."
0: <laughs> like, Dad, I'm not allowed to go to the bar. What are you talking about?
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, that's wild. You got there kind of backwards from a lot of people, I think. Oh,
1: totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, because yeah. like, yeah, I mean, and 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 especially like a little bit later, possibly when Helmet broke out, then it's just like, wait, you can do this all with one finger. right right (laughs) and then it's just like then you're like i've been wasting so much time but (laughs) i mean not really but you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah yeah. um yeah that's cool like do you think that uh being in this like one light like speed trap town was kind of like influential on your um like the way you a lot of your projects are, 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 are 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 like more written like you know as a solo thing almost but then you get people to accompany you like do you think that's why you finish things out more or less before you you know cooperate with people or is that just yeah it could
1: be i mean it's definitely you know i work in isolation even being in brooklyn you know (laughs) um yeah possibly yeah never thought of it that way
0: yeah, it was, it was, this, this wasn't a call out, you know. No, no, not a <laughs> all. Uh, Didn't take it that way. No, it's just like <laughs> it, it's just like you know, um, in Lafayette, like it's it's not it's not that kind of town, right? But like still, right. Like since I since like the you know the the nineties, even you know the late nineties, like everyone that I knew that was into this kind of thing, with the exception of like one person. Like when they got done with school, they're out of here. There's right. Nothing, it's like a transient town. Yeah, there's it's like nothing college about town, yeah. Lafayette that like says, "Oh gosh, I got to go back to Lafayette and hang out." You know? Yeah. It just it just isn't that place, right?
1: Yeah. So like, I think Bloomington's in, like the only town in Indiana that people kind of settle down in as far as college towns go.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean I mean, yeah, for college for sure. Like, yeah, I mean obviously like Indy is the place where people wanna like live and hang out and, and be cool and whatever. But um yeah. but like
1: although back in the day there's nothing there, man. In Indy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it just felt like a suburb without a vocal point. Other than you know, there's that one theater. But was, I don't know. I always went, I always went to Port Wayne <laughs> uh, and we were close enough to Chicago Yeah. later
0: on. There was cool so record stores just, in Indy, like here and there. It was like, it really? was like, huh. yeah, there was even one called Middleman Records, like for a little oh, while. Yeah. And people, huh. and people like later, like were like, you can't just call your label Middleman Records. on. like, I, I, I've been I just I, did. <laughs> I, I came up with that in like 1992. Like I can Yeah. Like this was before this record store existed like I can call it that, you know, like Sure. <laughs> um, but uh it, yeah, there was there was like some cool record stores and I you know like it, at that time it's like I don't even know how I guess it was just friends like because you know like late 90s is like that's just the the burgeoning of the internet, you know. So it wasn't like yeah, yeah. you could Google search like for. You didn't have it at
1: home either, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So it was just like, I guess it was just like, you know, and people would be like, and get off here, and then go down college and whatever, and then you, <laughs> you'd like drive around and you'd be like, well, I think that's a record store, you know, and and yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's it like. It's it's wild. There's one record store there, and um, <clears throat> I'd have to look at my records because a couple of the, like, plastic sleeves or whatever still have, like, the price tags on them. Like, um, mm, sure. <laughs> like, got, like, the Satia Ear and L7 and, like, the Skull Split and stuff. And it my oh, Skull well, Split yeah. still has the nine ninety nine price tag on it, which is... Ooh, cool. there you go.
1: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's kind of up in inflation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know,
0: but... uh yeah it's um yeah uh, sorry go ahead
1: uh, did you ever go to subterranean in fort wayne
0: uh i don't think so i we played in fort wayne a lot because Mm -hmm. um one of my friends and the vocalist for keiko body was was uh from fort wayne and uh, okay so we played in fort wayne a lot we played some really cool shows we played with like all those bands from there, like um, All Pain Aside. Damien's? Yeah, Damien's. What was it? Band, All Pain he, yeah, Aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Damien's bands he, and Josh's bands. Yeah, 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 Yeah.
1: totally, totally. And
0: Josh was actually yeah. in Keikyo Body at the very end.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, it was just like, we just we just recorded like our album, and then it was like, um, well, like, you know, we had we had two guitar players before we recorded the album and then the one guitar player like flaked out. And um, so we recorded the album. I was like, it's fine. Like, I'll just record, like I'll just make up other guitars or record other guitars or whatever. And we played plenty of shows that way and it was fine. But then it was just like, I don't know. I was just like, you know, like, I don't know. I used to be like really, I used to be really like anxious about writing songs because I was just, I would be like really precious with ideas and I'd be like really critical of ideas, like without even seeing where they would go. Like I would just start playing something and if, if it didn't make a whole like gigantic ass like thing in my brain, then like I, that would just terminate it. Right. Sure. So I was just like, you know, like I wrote these 10 songs. Like this album is good. I've got like four more songs and I think they're good, but like I want input from
1: people. Right, totally. um, And so That's the hardest part of writing music on your own.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and like I had a four track and I would mess around with that. Like I'd throw a guitar down and put another guitar and – see what you can do or whatever, but that was limited because, you know, there was a lot to, at least, I, at least you know, it's been forever since I messed with one, but at least to me, it was like, there was a lot to, it wasn't just doing it and then playing it back immediately, you know? Right, like, right. Not, not like you can do now, you know? Um, So, I don't know, yeah, we got Josh in and then uh, it was just like, at that point, Um, the band was just kind of on its last legs for a million reasons, but... Sure, um, yeah. Yeah, Fort Wayne was very cool back in the day. Lots of... Yeah, totally. Awesome shows For the size, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Saw Proud and Tall up there. Like, very, very cool. Um, Saw Majority Rule in a house, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really?
2: Yeah, yeah. Cool shows.
0: Um,
1: Yeah.
0: So, like... Is that that's where you were going to most of your shows, like Fort Wayne and and? Uh... In, in
1: high school, yeah. Yeah. Fort Wayne, kind of between Fort Wayne and South Bend, um, South Bend had like a little place that did punk shows, so we we play there. Um, but Fort Wayne was sort of our our favorite place to go. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, you you um, in high school, you were playing in bands and stuff, and you were playing shows. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: you know, like, I was trying to, you know, my, in my brain, I was like, it's not punk, I'm trying to make my own genre, but it was just pop punk with some ska in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I you don't, know.
0: it's really weird, like, there there definitely was like a, uh, there definitely was like a, a minute there when it was like, when ska like broke out and then when like, you know, when you start hearing screamo bands and then when you start hearing this and that and the other thing, it was a minute there when it was just like in people's heads, it was like, what's going to be the next thing?
2: Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you know, and um yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know like if, if, if they're, like what would you say that there has been another like thing like like uh sig- that's significantly broken out as far as like guitar music? I'm not really sure
1: yeah, I mean to me not really yeah um, it, it, I graduated in ninety eight to date myself <laughs> and was ready to get out of Indiana so i i Ended up in uh, Columbus, Ohio for, for art school. And that was the first time I heard, like, like, I heard plenty of tough guy hardcore that really didn't connect to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's when I heard, like, Screamo, proper Screamo, and real emo bands, and, and hearing The Locust for the first time just kind of opened up the world for me. Just what music could be and, you know, taking it apart and and reassembling it so to me that was sort of the last <laughs> last straw
0: yeah how did you come thing. across stuff like that when you were in college was it like people you went to school with or was it like yeah um, yeah
1: yeah for sure so so you know it was art school so we're all kind of like weirdos <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and then the first day there's this other kid uh, jimmy baker who just walked up to me and was like, Hey man, do you skate? <laughs> and which I did, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was from Kent, so he he already had kind of a put into the, the whole scene there and in, in Columbus and knew about the Legion of Doom. And yeah, I was gonna you know, when you this. said
0: Jimmy, I was like, immediately, I was like, Oh, did you meet?
1: Yeah, not that Jimmy, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was actually before he was in Columbus, but uh, yeah, I think that first weekend we went to the Legion of Doom and I ended up going, you know at least three or four times a week for years and years and years <laughs> yeah. yeah so and but he had a pretty exclusive you know pretty extensive record collection so he just showed me so much right away and you know it took me a little while to be like okay i don't have to like everything you know i, I can hone into <laughs> to what's what's my thing and what's not and, and, yeah
0: yeah what but do you, what do you mean the, by that? the world like, opened what? up what kind of stuff were were you hearing that just like wasn't connecting to you?
1: Um, I mean, he wasn't into it, but you know, anything like, like Earth Crisis was such a big deal back then and it, it just never did anything for me. All the machismo just I hated, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, for the longest time, I, I stayed clear of hardcore altogether because that's what I thought it was, not having any internet or, you know, anyone around me to show me anything better than that until so, like, in high school, someone was like, well, there's a spam born against. And I was like, oh yeah, this is great. But like, where do you go from there? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so, you know, I remember liking a lot of this, this stuff, or like, say something like Bird of the it's like, yeah, I like this, but I don't really love it, so I don't need to listen to it. But then it gets done, that's just an example. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At first you feel like you have to like absorb everything and then you go, okay, well, this is what's sticking out. This is what's hitting me.
0: because like for sure there's like there's that period of time in like the late 90s where like i'm when you say hardcore like i'm thinking of like uh you know ba- bands bands um with like thrash tendencies and stuff like i'm thinking sure. of like as factor 4 and, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and um and the and, and earth crisis and stuff like i don't even know like if they are straight edge like i i i don't i don't, I don't know you know like i know yeah. like a couple other songs but like i don't like i just know them because it I, it's almost like a memeable thing. Like you know, Firestarter, You just know, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you couldn't, not yeah, could
1: yeah, not so, <laughs> come across it all the e- time,
0: yeah. Exactly. So like, there was always like a distinction there when you were like straight edge hardcore, and even the band wasn't straight edge. If somebody said that, you knew what it sounded like, and mm. that and that was it, right? So like, yeah, there was like totally. hardcore, and then there was straight edge hardcore, and then like when 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 screamo really started coming, you know coming up like then bands like usurp were like we're a hardcore band and yeah you hear that and you're like or when
1: when page 99 was like we're we're a punk band we're a punk band <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah to the punk thing yeah yeah and like which i never thought of them as a screamo band back then at all because they're so against the great of everything which was the appeal of them you know yeah
0: yeah it's yeah and it's it's weird because like yeah i don't know like it's like i get that personally and um i think it's like you know it's like i've never called my label anything but but like <laughs> a, a punk label you know because right like right. i just think that, that like, moniker covers yeah and i just yeah. i think like as far as like what's the next logical pro- progression like it's definitely this like i don't even and I, i'm not going to get into like a debate with people that like that li- like i don't even know what's come out on like fat records in the last 10 years like i don't even know sure. so yeah, it's like why would you? i'm not going to get into that debate i think there's one cool band that they may have just signed um recently called like pink wash or something but like huh. but that's that's neither here nor there the point is like sure. i i don't even think that that's like punk to me anymore like do you know what i'm saying like
1: i know what you mean but i have no problem with that.
0: No, I mean, like, I don't care if they yeah, I mean, if they call that punk. But my point is, like, right. to me, this was the next logical progression. Mm. Like, this was yeah. this was it because, like, right. what, like, and I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying that, like, like um that Dookie like isn't a punk album or whatever. But it's like when something's just like. When you take that to where that went later, and it's just Mm. like, like no effects albums, like since whenever, like every time I hear a no effects album, I'm like, these are the most boring sounding guitars I've ever heard. Like, yeah. And then once you
1: get into the lyrics, it's just barf. Yeah. I (laughs) I don't even go
0: there, but like, it's like the guitar is just like, you're like, these are not, this doesn't even sound like a guitar to me it just sounds yeah. like <laughs> like you know and like i i don't even get it cuz like i've used like guitar plugins and they don't sound like it like they sound better than that <laughs> you're like yeah. like these are the most boring sounding guitars it's like it's it's like you know how people say that like that seltzer is like they'll be like it's like if you took a can of water into a room that had a banana in it and it absorbed a little <laughs> bit of the flavor. That's what that is. That's what their guitars sound like to me. It's like these, these are, this is a, a likeness of a, of a guitar, you know, like,
1: yeah, uh, it's, just it's almost <laughs> unc- uncanny valley.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's no teeth at all. It's just like, I don't know. So that, yeah, that's just my whole thing on that. It's just like, this is, this is punk because like, this is where that would logically go. Like, if, sure. Like, if it's gonna, if it's gonna stay angry and it's gonna stay relevant, then you're gonna, you know, like you're gonna talk about the things that we talk about. You're gonna like,
1: right, they, right, the politics. They, and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The angst, the anger.
0: You know, yeah, like, I mean, for crying out loud, like, yeah, okay, like, right write another song like trashing like some some lesbians or something you know what I'm saying like shut up yeah <laughs> right right <laughs> I don't know it's funny
1: with the the label the label thing even recently like two years ago I got in you know like the 90s group like hey I know the, the hardcore I like from you know late 90s on but then there's a gap from there to like Born Against and it seems like I should like talking about hardcore as a term it was funny because all the bands people mentioned I had always growing up you know thinking of punk rock like they're all bands I listened to I just thought of them as punk bands you know because it didn't have the the breakdowns or the like tough guy stuff you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so like you know Dead Kennedys was just a punk band to me mm-hmm. like yeah. I knew enough that that Minor Threat wasn't and I love them but like you know, for some reason, in my head, I I, I just landed on just punk rock, you know, with the the eighties yeah. stuff. Yeah. Does that make sense at all?
0: Yeah, I I think that the that the first band that I maybe ever heard referred to as a hardcore band was Black Flag, and I was like, mm. I think it was like the first time I ever heard somebody say that, and I was like, sure. Um, well, I mean, it's a punk band to me, but that's
1: cool. Right. Right.
0: yeah even back
1: then i remember thinking of like minor threat and black flag as old school hardcore punk you know (laughs) it wasn't just like hardcore was this other thing
0: yeah yeah it's uh, yeah i don't know it's it's wild and like yeah and then of course like when you get when you when you go further and the more and more terms that are out there and like yeah and then people want to argue about like all this other stuff it's kind of funny but um yeah so like <clears throat> when you're in college like were you starting with starting bands with like the other people from school and stuff or
1: yeah um, yeah I, you know I did a handful of bands nothing that like lasted too long unfortunately mm-hmm. um, and and Columbus had a great scene for shows and stuff but never had any labels so bands would just kind of come and go constantly even like really great bands there, there just wasn't Anything to support them, yeah. other than like venues, um, compared to other cities that you know had lesser going on, but you know, always had like something supporting it. Um, so, yeah, I did like a kind of a lifetime type band with some friends, and then uh, where I was playing bass, just you know, it was a band they wanted to start and they asked me to join which was kind of different for me. Cause I was always writing songs before. And then, and then I you know, was doing a screamo band where I was singing, writing all the stuff, playing guitar. Um, and that, that was like, I was putting everything terrible that had ever happened in my life and, you know, all that stuff into that band. So it felt so personal and so out there. And then, and then, Uh, you know left for for christmas break and came back and two of the guys were like you know one guy was moving back to buffalo and the other guy is chronic you know always quitting bands (laughs) so then it it just felt like pretty devastating so that's when i moved into like was that the drummer that was uh, always quitting bands no no Uh. The, the drummer was the one going to (laughs) because oh, okay.
0: <laughs> it's like yeah that's that's a drummer scenario for for me it's like the drummer's the one that's always like you're like maybe this time they won't quit and then
2: they do you know? Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so so when that happened it was like so like i felt like i had put so much of myself out there and felt like super betrayed you know i'm 22 and <laughs> sensitive old yep. guy was so that's it? when i started What's that?
0: Is there is there what is there like a, a long lost demo from this uh, project somewhere? Uh,
1: that will never be heard. Oh, is is it bad? <laughs> I remember, yeah, I recorded all a four track. Oh well. And and I did so many like so many bad choices it, where you know we recorded the drums and the bass first. And nothing ever really lined up to it. You know, it wasn't with a click. Not that it has to be, but when you're not playing all at once, it's a whole different thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was doing, like, direct ins. And, and it's just a real mess, even though I still really love the songs. <laughs> yeah. You but don't it's, it's have actually, any way to sort it
0: out? Uh, like yeah. You don't have uh-huh. four-track anymore? You don't have the original tapes or any of that?
1: Yeah. I mean, they were on those, like, mini-discs things. Do you yeah. remember those? They look like kind of like a hard file mini thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I thought about re-recording them just for myself to have them, you know, or actually, you know, I still talk to those people, see if they would get in, but that feels a little self-indulgent. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, but it's very much where I kind of picked up on the EP uh, for Under His Eyes is sort of like, well, this is what. This is what I wanted to be doing, but it wasn't pulling off as far as, like, you know. That demo had piano and some bad fake cello and stuff like that. Added instruments.
0: What were you doing time? for bad fake cello back in? Keyboards. Oh, keyboards. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's just, yeah. I've always, I've had rhythm problems always. So getting things to line up has been an issue until i learned to that's why i used the grid (laughs) yeah Yeah. but so once that group broke up that's i started a a solo you know singer songwriter thing uh just because i felt like betrayed and you know wanted to depend on myself a little bit to to actually make what i wanted to make yeah and i guess that's been going on for (laughs) you know the next 25 years yeah I
0: want to, I want to talk for a second about how like when you're like in your early 20s being in a band with people is is way more intense than it way more has any yeah. need to be like it, yeah. Yeah, it oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it's it's uh it's wild it's like I don't know, you know, like there's just a there's just a, a an energy that like and
1: um you're you know back then you're also wanting to play with your best friends and so it like throws in so many extra you know things to negotiate, they're not just bandmates, you know it's the people you're you know, your roommates, it's the people you see all the time, so
2: yeah, yeah.
1: and I mean, I don't so. Departmentalize if, those
0: positions. If that always translated into like the music, then then now would be like a magical time to make music. But it doesn't always. You know? Sure. Sometimes right. It's, right. Right. It's literally just the raw emotions, like that. Every, it, you know, everybody's nerves on on top of one another's all the time, and and just yeah, no. It's a. It's such a like. It's such a different thing. It's like you know, and, and then there was the, the the. All the trappings of that era, as well. Everyone shows up and takes off their shoes and socks, and you know,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: you know. And then like uh, everybody's gonna be rolling around on the floor and uh, oh yeah, I don't know. Um, But yeah, that's there. There's definitely it's just like no like no shortage of drama, you know. Um, totally, totally. Yeah. So when you said you st- started doing like solo, like songwriting and stuff, like, uh, were you still trying to negotiate this, like, with your four track, or is this like about the time when, like,
1: yeah, the first recording, I guess the first recording I was doing while the band was still going, so it's a lot more like, I mean. I, so early on, I hadn't heard anything that hit me other than punk rock, except for like very small, small accidental things. So one of them was like uh, hearing Elliott Smith when I went to see uh, Goodwill Hine just blew my mind. Changed my world, you know, as, as a rural Indiana kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was definitely like a starting point for that stuff, whereas, like, you know, just me and a guitar. And you know, it was before I'd heard of Bright Eyes or you know a lot of those other things that started popping up, kind of post emo. Um, and then by the time the band broke up and and I started the next album, I think that was probably with the four track too, because even though those are some of my favorite songs, they're just a jumbled mess rhythmically still. But that you know, since the band was over, I started leaning heavier into experimenting with different instruments and a little more dynamic. I didn't be a little more you know, electric at times and you know the big jumps. Hey Alexa, shut up. Sorry about that. (laughs) She doesn't agree.
0: I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, so like you mentioned before that that you were uh, using keyboards for a lot of um, your auxiliary instruments. Were you yeah. getting into that kind of thing uh, more and more as you as you start like uh, exploring songs by yourself? And if you were like, were you were you learning? these auxiliary instruments separately or are we still looking for like MIDI connections and, and, you know, the different ways to make these sounds like.
1: Uh, sure. So I've always been a punisher of friends and family. <laughs> so um, my, my brother is a really good piano pianist and uh pianist, I guess. And, um, you know, so I'd always be like, Hey, for Christmas, I want you to record piano for me. Uh, you know, so he would he would do those. I've always been way more comfortable with anything with strings. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I when I started that project is when I first got into uh, getting banjos. I collect banjos quite a bit <laughs> more oh, okay. than I should. Um, it's kind of my favorite instrument, even though I'm not great at it. Um say so you collect what? But what not in mean, a how country many way. Collection? Or, oh. I, you know I mean I live in Brooklyn So I don't have much space Or so I'd have a lot more But I have You know A five string A tenor A mini And then another five string That I keep in Ohio When I Go back to the in-laws So You know A handful Oh okay Nothing too okay. crazy Yeah Like Like people have guitars
0: Right I thought it was just I no, have
1: the same amount of guitars So I have thirty five. <laughs> right
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're all on a wall if, Like If I had the space I would Yeah
1: Mm-hmm. yeah so you know mandolins I play mandolin I play banjo nothing great you know I'm not too amazing at it but you know gets the variety in there the cello and uh you know violin do you go all in on this
0: stuff or do you just like get one and start fooling around
1: I get one like the, like anything without frets I'd make fake frets, you know, any, any shortcut. And then, you know, I have a friend who's an amazing fiddleist, So when I can get him, I'll get him to record, you know, I'm all, yeah. I like to collaborate as much as I can, but when I can't, I, I find a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. It's, it's, um, I don't know. It's really fun to just get something. And yeah, just totally. Just try it, you know. And um I don't know. I personally found that um if you know the noise you want to make, you know, y- you can you can usually manage. You can figure it out. You know, nobody's trying to be like Yanni or Kenny G. Sure. You know, just like straight in right, right. the <laughs> box. But like, if you know the noise you want to make, you can usually figure it out. And I don't know. I've had yeah. fun doing yeah. that. I mean. Like sometimes it's just you know I don't know it's just fun to see if you can you know but sure it, yeah. yeah Um so you were you were going to art school you were playing in some bands um, how do you take what you're doing in art school and make a like a career out of it.
1: Uh, I wish I could. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, so I went to Columbia for grad school and, uh, ever since I got out, I've been working at a gallery just as the, you know, the physical labor and I I do the website and all that kind of stuff and make my own art when I can. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So art is my career, but not, you know. Necessarily, my own art isn't. Not the way that you paying the bills. You know? Yeah, yeah, not the way yeah. that you'd wish you you'd like right. it to be. Whatever. Sure. Okay.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, I'm always sending packages to you at the gallery, so like. <laughs> right, right. I, you I'm, know, yeah, I,
1: you're my employee. Yeah, I, or I'm I'm their employee.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I I was just yeah. like I don't I don't know you know maybe you're like maybe you're curating maybe I don't you know I'm not sure but sure. um <laughs> yeah um so. Like, that's just something. That's just something that you, 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 you got just like any other job. Then, like you, and you obviously had some uh, uh, enough background, and you had like you know qualifications and everything. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I know how to hang
1: art and how to ship art. I'm doing my own, and you know, I was curating and doing a lot more DIY stuff back in Columbus. I heard that felt more tangible. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I ran ran like a show space and we had a little gallery, so I was in charge of the gallery there.
0: First, like thing that you had released recently was the uh, under under his eye. Like, would you call that an LP or an
1: EP or? Uh, no EP. Okay. I mean, they're pretty long songs, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I mean, it's, just four songs, it, it takes up a lot of space. Yeah.
0: Um, and you you'd been working on those for a
1: while, uh, but like for a while, yeah. I worked yeah. pretty, you know. I've got three kids I've got multiple These you
2: know, are
1: left. Yeah lot lot's going on So I, I try to uh-huh. get in and out When I can And I also have, You know Probably have about six different Musical projects I'm working on At any time Let alone Pull albums Of each <laughs> yeah. So Yeah But uh, Yeah I just So after After the solo project I I uh, I I was working on probably the third full length and lost the hard drive, which is just sort of devastating again, <laughs> which yeah. seems to be a a recurring theme here. So I, I, that's when I kind of was like, all right, let's do something new, and that's when I started working on uh, trying to make well trying to make indie rock post punk music without guitars, which turns out is really hard to fill up that sonic space that electric guitars can. Mm -hmm. So, so, uh, I mean, I've been working on that for 15 years and haven't really put anything out even though I have about three LPs. Pretty much done. Um, and I was thinking when I started, it was going to be with, did you ever come across the band, uh, Annabelle Lee from, Warsaw.
0: I know that name.
1: They they were amazing. They're some of my best friends, but just a great band kind of, um, you know, screamo, but then, then they got more into the, like, Q and not you kind of make it fun, but still screaming and heavy. Yeah. They're just really great. And they broke up around the same time that I had toured with them two, two summers in a row with my solo project. And, um, I just assumed we would start a band together that would be sort of a mix of the two of you know, me me using all my different instruments and um, being talented and musical. And we had talked about it, but we none of us ended up in the same city or town or whatever. So mm-hmm. so I kept pushing with it, thinking, you know, I would get other people involved and it never happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also with that, I decided I didn't want any limitations other than like not using guitars as the main for, you know, dap.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, Which I think really slowed me down when I was like, I can do whatever I want and have whatever I want on there. <laughs> so it was a big learning curve and, I, you know, I also lost another hard drive. I didn't learn my lesson and had to start over again with that. So then I was doing that for, we're still working on that. And then Right when things started getting really heated with politics and and then Trump started showing up and then there was also the, you know, feeling like, oh, everything's not that great and, and thinking about, you know, political angst and, and how to deal with that it sort of sent me right back to the days of 400 years and Yafakota and that kind of brand of screamo, you know. And, and and so I was like, why don't I try writing a song like that again? And and you know, hadn't picked up a guitar for a recording in over a decade, and and it just happened so fast. And started writing a lot of songs, and then after a little while, I was like, oh wait, what what happens when I I do throw some of the instruments that I'm using back into this? And that's when it really really kind of opened up for me and was like, okay, this is, this is fun. And this is, yeah, kind of my own, own, the two worlds colliding for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting that it, it came from that, the inclusion of the other things came from the, the desire to not include the guitar cuz it cuz right. yeah cuz cause, yeah, cuz cause, cause usually it would like and i mean you said that these particular songs did start with the guitar but then you added yeah. but it's like yeah just just that idea is usually like the reverse where it's just like yeah um these songs are obviously based on the guitar but then it would be cool to put this piano part here
1: or you know, mm-hmm. whatever and um or often i'll be like oh that riff could also be a banjo riff and you know,
0: yeah well, sure sure i like my
1: banjo so why yeah. not <laughs> you, yeah, you know, yeah and it gives its them. own sound oh yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> but not a... not the way it's usually used yeah yeah um yeah. so yeah that feels yeah so I, I i was banging on that for a while and was like i just want to you know get a group of songs done and that's you know i put that ep out and uh tom from from old press groups, so wanted to put out the tape, and so we we that also took forever, as everything does in my life. And at some point, I said, "Hey, just want you to know, like I'm still doing this project. It's something dear to me." And and they said, "Hey, you know, I'll put out the next thing." So that's when I said, "Oh, cool! I've got." You know, enough songs for an LP I can have done in a month, and that took me a year. (laughs) So that's where this came from. Yeah.
0: And then, like, you know, you said you've always got, like, several things going at the same time. So while you're doing that, you're just sort of like, why don't I make, like, a Christmas album?
1: (laughs) That happened accidentally. Accidentally? Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, So You're just,
0: like, on your way to... Get a get a bag of chips from the pantry and oops. We're right, ready. and I was like, oh, here's a
1: here's a Christmas oh, okay. song. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I so I started started recording the the you know in under his eye stuff and came across three tracks I had worked on in college that were like pretty locust blood brothers oriented that I thought I had lost and found those and started reworking those and that started a new project which I have an LP ready to go with that, which then I also ended up adding lots and lots of different instruments to that. Um, and, and then I was like, well, what, you know, sort of genre studies, but, but with my own bent on them, I guess. And, uh, I've always, early ISIS is just some of my favorite stuff ever. Mosquito Control is just such a great album to me. Um, So I wanted to do something like that, and that was my latest thing I was cracking at. And um, my son, who's now 11, he's always giving me a hard time about not putting finishing anything and getting it out. And and they also wanted me to do a Christmas album for some reason. And one day I was driving my my six-year-old to school, and you know, often I'll listen to what I'm recording at the time. So I was working on this post-metal project and she started singing christmas lyrics to it that just fit really great and i was like well we got one month to try to get let's do a christmas album (laughs)
2: yeah
1: yeah.
0: so that yeah that whole thing like that's not even your brainchild
1: yeah and my child child (laughs) it's your your
0: child child's brainchild (laughs) yeah Yeah. so many so many child 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 Yeah, yeah um
1: yeah, that's amazing. And it was fun, too, because we were like, well, what what's our, you know, it's already a metal-tinged album, so what what's our take on metal? Like, what how, what do we want to bring to the table instead of just doing covers or your, you know, typical take on it? hmm Yeah. And then having the kids, kind of kids' quar- quarrel in there was creepy and fun. And yeah, that was a pretty really fun accident.
2: Yeah,
0: it's, it's brilliant. It... it, it it's real it's really convincing as a Christmas album. Like it doesn't like it doesn't like you could have told me that they were Christmas songs that you like metalized or whatever the Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like right right yeah, yeah. term is but well,
1: they're epic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we just yeah. laid it into the epicness of, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, of the season. Yeah.
0: And um yeah, that since we didn't say what that's called, that's called Buried in Coal. Um yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh you know we you you and uh, you and AJ and I started working on the uh <clears throat> the uh it's all quiet here thing like uh, yeah. a a while ago. And uh
1: we so we and that it took finished. me forever to finish too.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that was like that was not that was not entirely on you. Like there's there's the whole like Sure.
1: The back and forth. And there, the well
0: there was the whole like Oh yeah, also we're going to just throw this extra song on there and and yeah, so totally I'm like, oh much. yeah, okay. I yeah, I can totally do one song and drums. Like it's like I I have no problem like get I have no problem like getting like getting everything set up and like blasting through like 11 songs like in one sitting. But like it's the getting everything set up, and it's yeah, right. oh yeah, totally. It's 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 all of that, and then that was the added like uh, thing to it, where it was like, um, well, what if what if I don't record this the same way and blah blah blah? You know, Cause mm. like, I don't know. That's not my like like using triggers and samples like that's not my wheelhouse. So like,
1: sure, yeah, yeah, you know,
0: like. Um, so i'm I'm always like, well, how am I gonna make this how' am I gonna make this match? you know how am i gonna make this make sense you know how am I gonna whatever but um also and then like you know, I think during that time like there was like like I think you moved and I moved, and yeah, I mean, yeah, everything was just and also
1: yeah yeah also <laughs> i was i well i started recording while on the run from covid, so you know i It was easier to bring my computer than it was all my art stuff uh when we kind of went back to the midwest just to to lay low for a while yeah
2: um
1: so but the whole time you know i didn't have a guitar or or a bass so i was using like my dad's electric acoustic that just sounded terrible and (laughs) same thing with the bass so i had to like you know go back and re-record a lot of that and, and that that drug it out for sure too. And I tend to overwork and rework things. So I go, okay, there we go. Let's, let's, let's walk away.
0: Yeah. What do you think the, um, if you had like a, a top, like, um, if you had a top, like light bulb moment for like a, a, a simple fix where, where, something was bothering you about a recording and you just couldn't you couldn't figure out what it was and then and then when it clicked you're like I feel incredibly silly cuz that was so easy like I'll start sure i i simply in one on one recording i won't say what album it is but um on one recording i was like this doesn't sound right like this is bothering me so much is this a bad album etc etc i was totally in my head about all this what i did one time was i put the left guitars in the right speaker and the right guitars in the left speaker boom fixed
1: album album sounds good now it was just think it just tricked your brain because you were so used to hearing it the one way
0: no just like still like when i listen to that i'm like i'm like this i'm like how how could i have thought like and also it was like as far as what parts were playing what it was like the antithesis of like all of our other albums like sure like why would i have thought out of like i have like two ways that i like to play the guitar and one way is like more you'd call the rhythm and one way is more you'd call the lead or whatever and why why did i think like all of a sudden like Oh, I'll just, I'll put those in the right speaker this time or what, you know what I'm saying? Like, why did I think? Sure, that? yeah, yeah. But it didn't click to me until I just like flipped them and I was, and then it didn't click until later, like why that was. Do, yeah. do you have any, any stories like that where it was just like something that you're just like, gosh, I should have noticed that like this whole thing's been bugging me and.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, often I'll come up with a trick where which is like, you know, I, I went to school for Art, not music, so I never learned any tricks. I just picked them up on my own. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes I'll be working on something and I figure out one thing, let's say reverb, and then I like, oh, I got to add this to everything. And, you know, that just stops every motion because I'm going backwards to everything I've done before. Um, I'm sure I have a better example of something I figured out by accident, but the hugest thing for me is compression because I wasn't using compression at all. And uh, I had a friend over who had gone to school for music. Uh, I was going to name drop him, but I've slandered him already in this, so I won't. (laughs) I had been in a couple bands with him earlier. And um, great guy, and I love him. But uh, I had him over and he's like, yeah, why don't you just put compression on the whole thing? So the sound lifts up, it's louder, and, and things are more in the mix together. And as soon as that happened, I mean, to, to to this day, it's like, I can't listen to anything without anything I make without compression on it. So, so that, that's just a huge, you know, huge game changer for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there, there's, um, there's for sure like that, uh, I feel like there's a, if you know that's going to happen though, I feel like you almost have to like mix accordingly as well.
1: Yeah. And I yeah. think that's why no, I'm always mixing for compression and that's yeah, also why I yeah. I end up mastering things myself at this point because because
0: yeah. I think i, I grew
1: so connected to that. That's another vinyl. thing
0: that people don't like people don't consider if they're if they're mixing, they're going to have someone else master it. And then yeah. and you're like why are my vocals so loud now or whatever? Yeah. You know? And you're like, totally. well, because they were loud in the mix, but like, this is gonna, it's not necessarily gonna like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, there's probably a, No, I know what you mean
1: though. Yeah, yeah. For sure.
0: But it's just like, so, yeah, I, like, I, hmm. <clears throat> The first LP that I recorded, Inspirata, like, there was, there was like, Nothing.
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah.
0: There was reverb on the vocals. Like and that was like it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was reverb on the drum kit too. But that was that was it. I I didn't I didn't uh I didn't know like like somebody explained to me like what you do with EQ, right? And I was like, why don't you just make the guitars sound right when you record them? right like that was my that was my way of thinking right because sure. when you do a four track that's what you do you you sit there and you right. screw around with the microphone until you and you screw around with the tones until like you're almost like you're you usually have your guitar sounding this way and so you record mm. it a little bit and you're like it doesn't sound the way it, it in my ear, it sounds like this on the tape. it sounds like this, and so you compensate totally. with the dials right and that's that's yeah, what we yeah. knew right and yeah. it wasn't like compensating later and um so that's what we did with Ensperado. we like <laughs> we sat there like and it was like when we hit record, and it was like, this still isn't sounding right, okay, well, it was a little more mid, a little less treble, a little less bass, sure. you know, or whatever it was that we were doing until until we got it, and, uh, and then with, with other albums, like, once I started, you know, like, messing with EQ and stuff, then, like, I, I don't know, it's, like, once I, once that box opened, I, I had to, I had to, like, uh, I had to make sure that I wasn't, like, You know,
1: you, you, like depending on it. Yeah. You want to fall,
0: you want to fall on, off the other side of the pier or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, sure, sure. Totally. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I think like, you know, I don't, like, I don't, I don't like to badmouth any of my recordings, you know, but, um, it's like, yeah, you can, you, you, when you've done enough work, you can look back and you can be like, Oh, this is must have been right when I learned how to do that thing, because it's like yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like you're like that's all totally. over the place in this, you know. Um,
1: yeah, and EQ is huge too. Like I feel like I don't have a, a grasp on it, totally and all. But for me, using so many instruments, trying to make space that you hear the different. You know, they have their own space enough mm-hmm. that you can even hear it in the mix Mm -hmm. you know cutting out lows or highs or whatever so so things are sitting in different places
0: yeah and that's just like the functionality of eq the the other thing about eq that's really fun is just like making it make shit sound weird
1: Yeah, like Like, when you hollow it out. Yeah, like I have that mid where it's like sounds like it's the telephone, or something
0: like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, that's why I, where I started like really experimenting with that was on the Cordata LP, and I was like, (laughs) I was like, I, you know, when you when you start messing with that on the vocals, especially, and you start, you start doing a lot of, you know, where you. Usually, everybody wants their vocal to sit up nice and floaty in the mix, so you put that high, you know, that high shelf on it or whatever, so it just sits above everything naturally, and you don't have to crank the volume to hear it, et cetera, et cetera. And then, then when you when you start treating the vocal like it's a guitar, and you start instead you put that filter on it where you're actually just like cutting the high off, and then you start thinking like, I wonder. If if on power of failing, I wonder if he even sings like that. Or if it's you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. that's obviously what was happening. They're just like, look, this guy has a high, whiny voice. Like we're gonna crush that. We're gonna take yeah. that out as much as possible. And um and yeah, it's like, you know, like yeah, it's just when you when you start using it, not just for functionality, but for like experimenting like like wow this is this is fun too like ooh what if you like what if you find that spot in the bass guitar that sounds really froggy and you just like dial that in like what happens then you know like that's kind yeah, of fun, yeah you know?
2: totally.
0: yeah I don't know it's awesome um yeah you did you said that you finished another under his IEP and or LP rather and and I know yeah. that You've sort of low key been like promoting that, or maybe it's not as low key as as I'm thinking. Um, but is, oh, okay. that be, is that gonna be is that gonna be out weird.
1: soon? <laughs> yeah, that comes out uh, on the fifth, uh, March fifth. um Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. You're gonna dyslexia. go back in
0: time and drop it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's another major story of my art yeah. and music is my yeah. dyslexia. Like. I always felt like it just limited so much of my opportunities. So the arts were like my, my way to express myself. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, that's coming out on Acrobat Unstable.
0: That's awesome. That's a cool label.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh, Tom from Old Press joined kind of teams with them. So, so they're putting that out, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty pretty epic.
0: <laughs> May fifth, and and um, mm-hmm. is there? Are you like, are you trying to do like a release show, or is it just? No. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's kind of what it is. Yeah. No, um,
0: totally, totally cool. I just, you know. Yeah. Thought I'd ask. Been making
1: some pretty, pretty intensive music video like art videos. That will come out with it uh, too, but you know, seven seven minute song of hand drawn animation is a lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of hours. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So Holy so shit. that that yeah. feels like an accomplishment I'm, in itself. I'm doing so, a
0: video. I I I got like two seconds of it
1: done. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You're like, I've got a hundred a hundred JPEGs here. This is gonna be like, you know this is going to be half the song. And then you put it in, and you're like, Oh, that's, that's two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no. Or and, five, five seconds, literally.
0: And you're like, Oh, this is like, well, I've got procreate. This is going to be a breeze, right? Cause you could just like move things, redraw certain parts. You don't have to redraw every single thing. Every time, you know, you're, you're doing all the thing, you know, you're, you're Walt Disney in it up or whatever, you know? So you're like, you think like, Oh yeah, this is going to be totally smooth. And then you got like, yeah, I mean, you basically have like fifty individual drawings, and you're like two seconds. Cool.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> and then half the yeah. time you're like, that didn't quite do what I wanted either. So let's try that again. Right, exactly. Point. But uh, yeah, and well, there's I'm always the fun of seeing that.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's always the fun of doing something new, where it's like those accidents and, and like, well, what if I try this? You know, mm-hmm. changing it up, and, and you know, I draw all the time, but I've never done animation yeah so it's not linear by any means it's very kind of psychedelic you know things are just one object constantly moving and shifting and turning it into something different mm. but yeah i think it, i think it'll be fun very we'll cool. see we'll see if we can get people to look at it no,
0: i mean it's <laughs> a no. <the> real challenge <laughs> yeah for sure um so yeah, are the videos going to start coming out, or are they going to drop when
1: the yeah? Album we drops? were dropping singles, so I was hoping to have it done by then, but it, they're just they're taking too long. So I'm I'm hoping to have them done when the album comes out.
2: Okay,
0: so can you say when a first single is going to happen, or?
1: Uh, well, the singles, two of the singles are out, and the third one will be out in a few days. No,
0: oh, I didn't. I didn't know there were gonna start yeah. singles out already.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then, and then. And then the album comes out. Yeah,
0: awesome. So yeah. May fifth. So like May fifth. Not too long. Um, not too long at all. Awesome. Is there anything else that we should chat about before we take off? Or?
1: Um, I mean that's kind of the main main thing is is letting that come to the world for me right now. Um, I've been working on a the the kind of sassy thing I was talking about. It's called um the long silence. Okay. With, without an o in long and uh yeah it's it's hard when you know you put so much work into it and then you're like oh how, how does this exist now you know so mm-hmm. trying to kind of figure out how how to put that out in the world same thing with the the kind of uh you know the 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 album the, my what i thought of as my main project for you know over a decade you know it's like well it's done but now what? Like I just spent fifteen years on getting it perfect, you know. So mm-hmm. I need to, I to figure out a way to 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 let myself let go of it, put it out there.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. There's, there's a there's a there's a a part of the closure of of these things sometimes that can feel like a letdown for
1: whatever reason. Yeah. Like, sure, you put so much time into it, and yeah, then it's like, oh, it's, three three people gave it a like, but who knows if they even listened to? It. Yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah. the it's not the it's
0: not the release of it, you know, and it's not whatever. Sure. And, it's, and it's you know, it's not even it's not even necessarily the you know the fanfare or the desire no, for such. it's just it's just like yeah, you're you. I don't know, you know, like it's like you put it out, you're like, wow. That's that felt great. There's like this weight that's lifted, almost or whatever, you know. And the, but then it's just like, hmm, now what, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, uh, like I, you know, I hope that when that comes out, you, you know, you do, you do feel great about it, cause like, whether two two people listen to it or 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 uh, two hundred, two thousand, two million or whatever, you know, like it's it's still like incredible that you finished something yeah, that totally. you know that you that you started and and yeah and didn't and,
1: and do you do you do this thing where where when you're working on something you listen to it all the time and then once it's done you're like barely come back to it is that a normal thing uh
0: i guess you know yeah um i mean uh, I guess, like when 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 uh, when we were putting together the set list for these couple of shows that are coming up this summer, like I for sure like was going through like albums that I I hadn't listened to as much, and Mm -hmm. you know I was like like I was like what like you know wow like I still really like connect with this I still really feel uh very like proud of this I still you know and not that I don't feel proud about like this record or that ra- record or whatever sure but yeah, totally. I I don't know like I I um I, th- I think that sometimes like I expect things to sound more dated than they do you know yeah. Or, yeah. or I I don't know how to how else to put that but um yeah and then and then you know, it is fun every once in a while to just, like, to just be like, I wonder what I think of that now, you know? not that. Yeah, totally. Do you, not that your thoughts are going to be negative, but just like, right. you know
2: what I mean? It's it, always nice it, when it holds up, you know? Yeah, reflect, <laughs> like, oh, in a yeah, reflection,
0: I, 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 you know, sort of, yeah. sort of way. But yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean,
2: like... I guess,
1: I mean, I, I listen to things obsessively while I'm working on it, and which also helps, like... To know, well, I think this is a decent song, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, and, well, and the songs I, I get, you know, I eh, you know I, I let those kind of float away.
2: Well, so, I think that
1: listening to them obsess- once they done, it's yeah. Go ahead. Like Sorry.
0: listening to them obsessively like that is not even like that's just part of the job, right? Because at some totally. point, Absolutely. like you're at some point, like, unless you've done that, you are just not going to hear that time when you kick the microphone stand. Like, you're just not, you, you, know what I mean? You, what, yeah. what has to happen is you've heard it so many times you just zone out. And that's when mm-hmm. you start hearing those other weird things. Like, like you have to train yourself to like, you're listening, but you're not listening.
1: Up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I swear? sure. Sure. And that's, that's when one. you're
0: like, like, oh, what's that? Like, you notice these weird interferences, like this part with the bass guitar and the and the and the and the floor tom like what's happening right there like why does why which which one of these things is the problem at the moment like <clears throat> you know you just start noticing those weird things, so yeah, not totally. only just like from the the point the perspective that you were talking about, which is like sort of like still you're in the creative part of it. But just, right, still
1: figuring out the lyrics or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. But also then in the in the in the in the editing part or the observational part. Yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah, and you're still like in that, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the fact that you can still listen to it later and be like, these songs are cool. Like it's kind of yeah. amazing. In <laughs> You know, when you think of it that way, like, I've heard these songs 500 times, like, you know. Yeah, and I still like them, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, but. And, you know, I'm only making music for myself, so hopefully I like it. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. For yeah. sure. Um,
0: all right, well, um, yeah, it, it was... Uh, I
1: guess one more ahead. plug would be uh, I've been using um, Smoke and Mirrors Media as just a hub for you know, on on uh, Bandcamp as for my different projects and sort of profiles oh, okay. for the different genre studies or whatnot, whatever you want to call it. Bands, projects.
0: So, like your 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 Bandcamp, like master pages, smoke and mirrors media. Sure. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. that's a good place to
1: go. Okay. If anybody cares.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Is there anywhere else that you'd want people to follow you online or?
1: Uh. I do my art at, you know, on Instagram, just my name, Seth Scantlin. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of the the main outlets, I would say.
0: And that was my conversation with Seth Scantlin. Thanks so much, Seth, for taking the time to chat with me. I think Seth might have been doing some light chores or something while we were chatting, so you may have noticed some noise coming from his end. I edited out as much as I could, but there might be some still in there. If you made it this far with us, thanks for bearing with us. Until next time, take care and do good things.